And welcome to That Horror Cast. I'm Mallory Smart. And I'm Dimitri Samarov. On today's episode, we'll be discussing The Witch, the pristine horror debut from writer and director Robert Eggers. In The Witch, panic and despair envelops a farmer, his wife, and children in 1630 New England when their youngest son, Samuel, suddenly vanishes. The family blames Thomason, their oldest daughter, who was watching the boy at the time of his disappearance. With suspicion and paranoia mounting, twin siblings Mercy and Jonas suspect Thomason of witchcraft, testing the clan's faith, loyalty, and love to one another. So, good morrow. <laughs> are, are we going to attempt to conduct this show in the, in the language of the 1600s? <laughs> Is that what we're going to do? <laughs> not, not that's all I know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Other than, like, the devil has bewitched uh, goody whatever. Yeah. Crucible. She is witched. I like, <laughs> I like, they have all those words we don't have anymore, like witched. <laughs> To be witched. <laughs> yeah. I actually like how um, they spelled the witch. Yeah, the VV. Yeah. I guess he found that somewhere. Somebody, It had been spelled that way before. So uh, that was interesting. Well, although, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you saw the, the afterwards. You know, it was all based on writings from the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he, so everything was kind of as period correct as he could make it, you know? Yeah, definitely. I like how you pointed out the paintings. Uh, It wasn't until I just looked at the Wikipedia page earlier that I saw one of them that you sent to me. Yeah, yeah, the Goya. I think Goya was a big touchstone for him. Yeah, with the witches. There's Goya's actually got a painting of the witches flying around the fire like that. At the end, you know, the end scene uh, when she goes to join the witches. Yeah, uh, he's got a painting pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> and what was the other painting you sent me? Oh, the Georges de la Tour. It was just more about the candlelight because that's the other thing was that he shot everything in daylight. And when it was inside, it was he was shot by candlelight, you know, so the way that all the interiors looked at night, you know, it's pretty cool. All, all that darkness. Well, I mean, it definitely gave you a feeling of what that life must have been felt like, you know, looked like. I was going to say, like, even if there wasn't the horror, there was always, like, the eeriness, especially, like, the isolation and everything because they were no longer in, like, the protection of the colony. They're in, like, yeah. a, almost like the wilderness to them. Well, yeah, well, but that's what you fucking get when you're, uh, you know, when you're a religious... Uh, zealot, you know, when you're basically a religious fanatic and, you know, you've decided that the Puritans aren't religious enough for you, you know. Is that what he did? I'm trying yeah. to realize that's what the That's what the thing at the beginning was. He's basically, he had differences with the colony because he didn't feel they were, like, Christian enough. Mm-hmm. And they decided that it was best to, you know, go their separate ways. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it had something to do with kind of like arrogance and everything, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Well, that yeah, makes he more sense. he thought he had a you know like a direct channel to Jesus, better better than the fucking Puritans who left England because they felt that uh, England was decadent and uh, didn't follow the path of the Lord. 
I yeah, just... they're yeah, they're just yeah. I mean, this is like you know, like the Taliban or something. Yeah. As someone who like was raised by Christians, it so mm. sucks. Like I always vibe myself as knowing a lot about Christianity, and I know Catholics do not believe in like witches and ghosts and shit. We like our demons, but. <laughs> <laughs> no witches hey, have exorcists come on now <laughs> that's what they're for they're for the demons <laughs> but uh, I, think I don't know why I think you're that. splitting hairs <laughs> hey that's what Catholicism is all about yeah. it's like either you're totally with us or you're 100% against us we are yeah. the G.W. Bush of religions Yeah. but I don't know why it bothered me but it just hit me is Puritan an actual sect of Christianity, or is it just a way to describe it? I'm not sure where Pur- the word Puritan came from, but, uh, you know, I mean, you, you hear it in the word, you know? Oh, it's yeah. The word yeah, I mean, the idea of it. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's what's been happening, you know, with, uh, you know, what Martin Luther started, you know, who started Protestantism, because he thought that Catholicism had gotten too decadent and strayed from the path and they have all the, all these splinter sects that that believe that they have the you know they have the true word and everybody else has just become corrupt but obviously you know even if you go if you know you take the lesson of this book of this movie you go out in the woods and become the head of your own religion it still gets all fucked up See, I think the lesson of this story, just like how the lesson of possession was not to get married, the uh-huh. lesson of this one is don't believe in any kind of God. Just stay away. <laughs> Religion's bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Or like, yeah, don't don't believe that you're the only one that knows the correct way to believe in God, at least. I don't know. Or kind of be chill with the devil. Be like, he's here, I'm here. What are you going to do? <laughs> Be chill with the devil. <laughs> I don't know why I always liked, like, not a satanic occult way, but I always found the concept of the devil very interesting. I think it's because I always found witchcraft and everything interesting, but for some reason, I always equated the devil when it comes to, like, puritanical beliefs and also, hell, even, like, early Catholicism. The devil always kind of seemed to empower women. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the devil is always, you know, the Satanism's all about free will. Mm-hmm. And uh, women were, didn't have many rights in these societies like this one that that's in this movie. So, yeah, that's why it would be attractive. And, I mean, basically the movie is about, you know, a family that wasn't letting a teenage girl grow up, you know. <laughs> they weren't letting her be herself. And they basically turned her into a witch, you know. <laughs> That's they forced her they forced her hand what 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 else could she do but become a witch? you know what I mean? I got the vibe at towards the end that she obviously never really had like she seemed like the most religious like actual Christian virtuous yeah. of them all until yeah. the end, and then it was like, what are you going to do? die in the wilderness or yeah. join the devil right, yeah, at, at least there's some you know there's fire there and stuff and probably food and stuff you know what and else you are you gonna like, do? Your whole fucking family is dead. So <laughs> To be fair, they're a horrible fucking family. <laughs> I know, those fucking evil twins. 
talking about like oh those, those horrible little children. <laughs> I couldn't wait. Like till tormenting those fuckers her. Died. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted them to be first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the little boy was was trying to be good. You know. He had, you know, it, it, probably not not cool that he was like lusting after her all the time. But other than, you know. I was going to ask because I I don't exactly have like a connection to the male psyche. Is that just like a thing all boys do, where it's like, oh, boobs? I don't care who they belong to. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. He's that age. Like, yeah, he had a fixation. But, yeah, I mean, it seems like they all kind of committed these, like, ultra sins when it came to, like, Puritan beliefs and everything. Like, the one boy, obviously, was creeping on his sister. The father was an egomaniac. The mother was kind of abusive and insane. Yeah. One of the twins just didn't seem to do shit, so I kind of found him, like, lazy and slothful. And then the other one was pretty antagonistic. I just wanted to slap her. Yeah, the girl was kind of definitely in charge of those two, but she kept was making up all those songs about you know her her sister being a whore basically. Yeah, <laughs> I really do like though when uh, Thomason is that Thomason is the yeah the main she's uh, our main chick who's yeah. also in the Queen's Gambit, correct? Yeah, yeah, she would grow up. I guess this is her first movie. Well, I mean, she, she looks it. really young in it. Yeah. How old is she in it? Let me check. Yeah, look it up. I don't know. She's, That's she can't be that thing. old. Nah. Well, this is shot in like 2015 or 14, 14 or 15, I think. Okay, uh, this is done in so. 2015. She's 25 now. Okay, so that's six years ago. So she was like 19 or something, or 18 or 19 when they made this then. Oh, no, no, that's wrong. She was, is that right? Yeah, it feels wrong. Like, yeah, like, like 20 or 19. I would actually go 18, 19. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Depending on, yeah, I mean, depending on when they shot it, it could have sat for a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I just like how we're just disputing ages. But, yeah, I like how she kind of, like, freaked the other twin out, the bitchy one. Oh, by the, by, by the river? Yeah, by that little creek. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's a big sister thing. Fuck yeah. her up. No, but that, that totally blew up in her face. Yeah, talk that, about a backfire. Yeah, ter- yeah, t- yeah, yeah. She, she shouldn't have been. She she picked the wrong little demon child to be fucking around with. <laughs> <laughs> but what yeah, is intriguing she, is the little girl keeps saying that the goat Black Philip was his name. Yeah, Black Philip. He is like a representation of the devil. I know, like the goat or horns or whatever is the devil. <laughs> yeah, but I do like at the end. That he was kind of like the devil, and I was like, "What the fuck? Did the twin know? Was she in like vibes?" Well, that's with the, the devil? thing. Yeah, I mean, he's always playing the always always kind of, kind of keep it playing both sides, you know, because you know it's her theory that the children are possessed by the devil, the little kids, mm-hmm. and that Black Philip is instructing them. You know, he's the the pathway. Uh, and is it true? Who knows. I mean, it could just be she's traumatized and she's grief-stricken at the end, and she she imagines it, you know? I can imagine that 100% as well. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's never, ever conclusively proven how that baby disappeared, if it was a wolf or what, or if a w- witch actually took it, you know? And also, I mean, I guess the biggest proof we get of 
the potential uh, existence of a witch is when Caleb goes missing in the woods. Yeah, except that, you know, when the, you, so they bring him back and, you know, they pry his mouth open and he's got that, that, that rotten apple in there. Yeah. Like, it's, that sort of tells you that he could have been hallucinating, you know, because they're, they're starved, they're looking for food anywhere, so they're going to eat anything off the ground. This rotten apple could have, could have caused all kinds of hallucinations, you know? I was also going to say there's definitely a shift in um, visual effects when you see, like, what the witch's hut or whatever it is yeah. looked like. It's like, mm, that's pretty out of nowhere. That doesn't look like it belongs in that setting whatsoever. So yeah. it, it felt like it definitely could have been in his head. Yeah, and then, you know, when he goes and sees her and she's a, this beautiful woman and then you see the, the withered hand, you know, <laughs> because he's, she's making him imagine that she's this beautiful woman, that she's a witch. Again, prompting into his creepy sin of being horny as a little boy. Yeah, he shouldn't ever have carnal thoughts. Never. That'll, that'll learn him. <laughs> you religious people, st- stop thinking that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's a lesson. Just don't get married and don't follow a religion. Yeah, is this great? Yeah, we're ending ending the year with all these lessons for you and your life, Mallory. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're speaking to you like there's a coded series of messages. Well, for me, I already went in to this one because I d- I don't follow any kind of religion and everything and I was actually pretty excited because I, I like any movie that has to do with anything based on witchcraft except for the Blair Witch Project yeah. um, I mean I like aspects of that movie but and I saw similar aspects in kind of feeling like tone like mm-hmm. where it's like you're not 100% sure that the witch is there or if they're just like paranoid from the wilderness yeah, I mean, it's not like in like in the cheesier movies with witches. It's not, you know, the witch never says anything in this. You know, mm-hmm. you barely even see her. You see her a couple of times, but uh, not really. You know, you don't see much. I almost wish we hadn't seen her at all. But you know what I mean. That may have been be, made it even more effective. <laughs> I really wish that the ending would have just ended with her like in that kind of, like, barn area with... Oh, really? Fellow. Yeah, I think it would have been much more intriguing to be like, now what? Yeah, uh, I, I, guess the, I guess, you know, may, maybe he felt bad. He's been tormenting this poor poor girl for, like, two hours. He wants to give her a party at the end, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so it's like a... Ha- it's sort Sabbath. Of, yeah, it's a happy ending. <laughs> you know, he's, she's finally rid of her asshole family, and she can go party in the woods. Yeah. Like, like any suburban girl would. <laughs> yeah. Just strip down, get naked. Yeah, Im- imagine that area, you know, uh, you know, 300 years later, it's some fucking suburb, and, <laughs> and, and a bunch of teenage girls sneak out and have crazy parties. <laughs> Where so, would that be today? Uh, I mean, I, I assume, uh, I know I, I read... They just keep saying New England. Yeah, so, yeah, I, they didn't have states yet or anything, so... It would, it would probably be Massachusetts, I'd imagine, or what would later be Connecticut, you know? Because he, I, I think he based a lot of it on, like, Plymouth Plantation, which is in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of the, one of the, and they have, 
you know, it's like a theme park, basically, for pilgrims. We used to take school trips there when I was in school. You know, they fire off guns and like they have a blacksmith, all that kind of stuff. That uh, sounds so weird and fun at the same time. <laughs> you, you might enjoy it. I, I, I mean, I imagine it still exists. Maybe that's a field trip for you and Bullet. I mean, that's I feel like you, the closest thing we've ever had is like uh, we go down to Springfield, mm-hmm. Illinois. We get to see Lincoln's home and shit, yeah. and they kind of the log cabin, you know? it. yeah. And also, right, it, you can it's also that go kind of thing. Kentucky, and visit his shit there. Sure, yeah, it's spread all over the place. But we don't really have that many cool things like that, say in Chicago. I uh, I drove past a really so yeah I went to San Francisco. Did you drove, drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You texted me one time. You were texting me, and I was in uh, like Sacramento when you texted me. I forget what we're, we're talking. If we're scheduling the next movie or something, uh, I don't remember what you were texting me about. Yeah, yeah, I drove there uh, and drove back two days each way. Oh, it only took you two days. You just didn't sleep. I slept once. Okay. Each way. Yeah, but it, yeah, people thought I was think I'm crazy for how fast I did that. But whatever. That's that's how I roll. I the listened to three whole books. Was like Three, three whole days. fucking what? The fastest we've ever yeah. made it to San yeah. Francisco is three days. <laughs> no, people tell me they do it in like six or something. Uh, <laughs> you know, what are like, you doing? Being a healthy person and getting rest? No. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't do that shit. No, just drive and drive and drive. What's boggling me is that it, like it's just you and your own. For us, it's like we switch off driving. Yeah, yeah, but the, this is where you know the twelve years of cab driving. True. And three years of. Food delivery and stuff comes in handy. Site yeah. tells me you could drink whatever coffee you get at a gas station. Of course. Yep. It's all it, right. It's like I eighty the entire way, right? It is. It's a straight shot. Yeah. I mean, you don't even have to write down directions or anything. It's just I eighty, and I eighty ends in the in the ocean. You know, basically, you get to San Francisco and the highway's over because you know the continent is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, no, but there was, uh, what was I think? There was a crazy, uh, kind of a creepy Lincoln head statue on the way. I think it's maybe in Nebraska, like Lincoln, Nebraska, probably, or outside of. Uh, it's one of the, and, you know, it's one of these ominous things you see at night just lit, you know, like a Lincoln head in the middle of nowhere. I would say the creepiest thing I have ever come across on a road trip was coming home from uh, New Orleans back up here. We actually went through a small town in Illinois called Metropolis, and they had a giant Superman statue. Yeah, yeah, that's the town that, yeah, it builds itself as the home of Superman, right? It was creepy, though, like at 2, 3 in the morning to be like, holy shit, Superman. Um. I have a picture of myself because we're like, we just got to stop and check this out. Yeah, sure, yeah. Roadside attraction, of course. I came up to his knees. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's pretty big. He was huge. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he'd be like 20, 25 feet or something. So you could imagine passing that by while you're driving in the middle of the night being like, what the fuck? There's all kind. yeah, I mean, it was very dark. It was just me and, uh, you know, 
the supply chain, you know, the 18-wheelers. <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, yeah, especially the hours I was going, you know. So what I would do is I figured this out. The best thing to do is to get up super, super early. So the first couple hours I drive in darkness, but then you catch all the daylight, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would start at like 5 in the morning and and stop at like like 8 or 9, you know, at night. You're making me really want to go on a road trip again. Well, I, I I don't know that I would counsel anybody to do this, uh, and yeah, that's I, a I me just, style trip. That, that that's yeah. what we do. But uh, yeah, I mean, I heard three whole books on the trip, which is pretty cool. What'd you listen to? Uh, Babbitt by Sinclair Lewis. Have you, have you ever read that book? Heard of it? It's a, it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty interesting book. It's. Uh, Set in an unnamed Midwestern town, and it's about this guy who's just like all about uh, consensus, and he's like a booster. He's a he's like he's a realtor. He he doesn't actually have any of his own opinions. He just is worried about what other people think. It feels very Midwestern. Yeah. 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 It's sort of a. I mean, it's it's kind of sly and uh, subtle, but it's it's definitely a big takedown of conformity basically so that was that was the longest thing then i listened to uh winesburg ohio by sherwood anderson which is a really great short story collection mm-hmm. have you ever read that heard of it again yeah. you have no idea how long my like list of books is well all of ours i mean there's there, i have tons and tons of gaps and and then uh just for, for 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 shits and giggles, uh, Kafka's Metamorphosis. Ooh, classic. <laughs> That's fun. Fuck yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I can say it now to you because Boo's not here, but I actually bought him that and the trial nice versions oh. of it for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, all right. Because I keep saying how Kafka-esque certain things are. I've been saying this our entire relationship, and uh-huh. he's just like, I know you mean bureaucratic, but what the fuck? Yeah. And I was just like, it's one of those annoying things, and you're going to laugh so much. I don't know how to spell bureaucracy. <laughs> or well, bureaucratic. That's not an easy... But I could spell Kafka-esque, so yeah. people think I'm pretentious. But I was like, you know what, maybe you just need to read the book. Oh, you just, say, you, you, you just substitute Kafka-esque because you're afraid you'll misspell bureaucracy? Yeah. And then what will happen if you misspell it? Like, will you get like a demerit, or you'll be shamed by the society, or... It's almost like I'll get it eventually. Nobody even fucking cares about spelling. Nobody knows how to spell because the machines correct everything for you anyways. This is how bad I spell it. Auto check is just like, what the fuck? Oh, oh, it doesn't know how. how, Oh, you can't even guess. How do you? Well, okay, spell it now. I can't. No, no, but do do it wrong. Like we don't have like. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, this is this is the this is the horrorcast spelling bee that we have. This is a new feature on our show, <laughs> where Mallory tries to spell words <laughs> that scare her. <laughs> Talk about horror! Here's some real horror for you. <laughs> real okay. life. I feel like it's like B U. Uh huh. R A. Nope. Uh, <laughs> okay, so B U R. U A, nope. Fuck me, Bura. Fuck you. You sure? Okay. B U R E A U C R. 
E A U. It's it's one of these French fucking words. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See that. That's why like it, spell check is. I was like, what are you going for, bitch? Yeah. It's like so. It's bureau like bureau like a desk. Uh, yeah, I could do the Chrissy. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> the Chrissy is C R A C Y. Yeah. Yeah. See, I get all stuck in that middle area. See, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's the it's the O sound. That's, uh, but that's not a common English spelling. That's it's French. It's a friggin' French word. Well, it's weird as I usually am pretty good with French words and everything. That's just like, I don't know. I always wonder if everyone has the one word. That they fuck up. Oh, sure. Yeah. But that's the I, one I can never get. I found my spelling has gotten much worse with age. I used to be really a really, really good speller. Do and you it, find that it's because of spell check, or do you think it's just with age? I think a bit of both. But yeah, spell check doesn't help. It's such a crutch, you know? Mm-hmm. Because you don't have to, then you just outsource it. See, I have a lot of friends who have turned theirs off because they're like, no, I'm not risking it. I want to make sure I always know how to spell this word. And ah. I was like, eh. So they can, for what reason? So they can win the spelling bee in their mind? It's or? like they just want to stay sharp, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't huh. have that need. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I don't know how, impo- I don't know that it's that important. I mean, in middle school, when I was good at it, it was a point of pride, but, and you could show, you could brag it in front of your schoolmates, but came in second in the spelling bee in my school. I lost to a girl. The shame. The shame. <laughs> I like how, like, when you're a kid, you're, like, really good at certain shit, then you get older, and you're like, I have no idea. I won the geography uh, bee yeah. at our school, and I also won against a couple other schools. Mm. But if you were to ask me where certain countries are right now, I could sure. not help you. Well, it's it's just like exercising a muscle. Just like, yeah, I mean, you forget if you don't use it. I used to be able, uh, you know, yeah, say 10 years, well, 8 years ago uh, or whatever. Yeah, I stopped driving almost 10 years ago. Uh, I could tell you any street in the city. Like, I could also tell you how much a fare would be, like, within a dollar or two from anywhere to anywhere, like in Chicago. I couldn't do that now, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you, if you don't use a thing, it, it, it withers away, it dies, you know? <laughs> See, like, I have no need to know where certain countries are. Yeah, and you also don't strange, really... Like, you Eastern Bloc ones that no one ever speaks of. Mm-hmm. And uh, the word bureaucracy, you know, will eventually, some spell check or, or an editor will catch it and, and fix it for you. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I almost purposely, I never try... Just so I'm like, mm, everyone wow. else is going to do it. You're just def- you just know you're defeated, that bureaucracy will kill you. Just and... just as the trial has predicted. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I bought him for Christmas. So that's nice. So he can finally read those. He can finally figure out what you've been talking about all these years. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows I use it all the time. He thinks I'm like the biggest Kafka fan because oh. of that. Oh, and oh, I was like, I, I do I, love him. But, it's, it's yeah. you know, been in the common usage a long time. I think a lot of people use it who have never read, don't even know what it means, you know. Well, that's just troubling. Yes. Well, you know. <laughs> but, like, I understand how pretentious it sounds. One time I, this is back in the Facebook days, I remember doing it once with Kafkaesque, and I also once said Zeitgeist. 
or uh-huh. Zangeese, whatever, however you pronounce it. And seriously, like one person was like, "Congratulations, you know how to use the word." And it's like, "Fuck you." Oh, oh, they're they're being sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why? Why be? Why should you make fun of me for having a fucking vocabulary? You know, that's. I know. Like. It's because we celebrate being stupid in this country. You know that that's what we like. There is a really big fear of intellect in this country yeah. that's scary yeah. as hell. But, yeah, let's try to figure out a tie-in now with the movie. With that, Kafka-esque. Well, uh, you know, this kind of enforced stupidity, you know, the, this guy, you know, this guy takes his family out of, like, the only society they have nearby. You know, well, first off, you know, they leave England to start their utopia, you know, on this other continent. And then that's not, that's not utopian enough for him, so he's going to start his own uh, little society, you know, that's his dream. He's going to have his farm and he's going to be fruitful and multiply. And it all just goes, completely goes to shit. Like everything goes to shit almost immediately, you know? It's definitely like where he really like sees himself as a much cooler person than he is. Like he had no concept of how to farm or hunt or do any of that shit. Like what in the hell made him think that he could do it? Other than he, he, he just God figured, is on my side? Yeah, because he believed so hard that Jesus would just show him how to become a fucking farmer or a, you know. And, you know, it all blew up in his face. His whole family hates him. And, uh, the, you know, the crops are dying. The animals are dying. Everything's just going to shit. He's pawning his wife's, like, precious jewelry just just for food and for traps you know which he let thomason take the hit on for that yeah yeah he's a fucking weasel too which she calls him on at the end you know mm-hmm. <laughs> towards the end she does you know when, when she's had enough of taking it it's like but, it took him a long time to finally be like all right it was me and it's like dude you waited an entire day i think yeah I mean, we know that the wife was a mess, but seriously, you're just going to keep her, like, going at the daughter who she already blames for the di- disappearance of, like... No, they... I mean, that whole kid. horrible family made her into a witch, and it... Yeah, I mean, the movie kind of argues for, like, this is the only way out. This is a... What, what other choices did she have? What, what could she do? Just jump in the fucking creek and drown herself, you know? I mean, what would she do in her place? Like, the only out she has is to become a witch. You know, if she was a witch, in their theory, if she did try and drown herself in the creek, she would have floated. <laughs> oh, from the, yeah, the, the laws of witches. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Salem Witch Trials? It was one of the weird things. Like, if she drowns, she's not a witch. If she floats, she is a witch. Yeah, and then she's got to burn at the stake. Yeah, so the, either a dead girl or a... Or a girl that we're about to kill. Yeah. This girl has no shot at What's it. What's this like? Ta- what heads heads I win, tails you lose, or whatever you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> it really is. I like the way. Um, God, that's gonna sound wrong. I was gonna say I like the way that Caleb uh, died, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, having a hysterical fit and like seeing Jesus. Well, you mean like rising? Like I was gonna say, like the the preemptive 
point, like where he gets on the horse and he's going to be like, all right, I'm going to go get us some food so you don't have to go away because he's afraid that Thomason is going to be banished. And I just wanted to like vibe as where do you think his motive was? Did he really just not want his family to split apart or did he just want to keep lusting after his sister? Well, I don't think he could control that because he's a he's a boy. Uh, I I think he I think he had his heart in the right place. You know, he he didn't yet understand that his dad was f- all fucked up. You know, he was try he was trying to save the family and keep everybody together. Yeah, because the dad was about to send her away, marry her off to some you know, or trade you know, basically get something make some kind of business deal to keep his fucking sinking ship afloat. And his solution so... was to send her away, send send the girl away. But, uh, you know, she was, ex- Thomason was expected to basically be the, the mother of those, the horrible, evil children. I know. Well, she really fucked up with those so, twins, yeah, didn't wh- she? Which of those twins were you in your, in your family? <laughs> I don't know. It depends on like which. That's <laughs> probably the quiet well, one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I was the one who's like not hoping to like cause trouble, but like if Thomason was like my brother, then I was the girl. I I, I loved talking shit and annoying him, but no one else. Yeah. It it it, it was so easy to rile his ass up. So sometimes yeah. you just gotta go for it. <laughs> People yeah, that, have those spots, and apparently Thomason, she was, she didn't like being called a witch. I know. Go figure. Like, why? She's so, so thin-skinned, so sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say, though, for someone who isn't a witch, she sure as fuck knew a lot about how to become one. Uh, you know, when she was saying that, like, she made a deal with Black Phillip, and she signed his book in the woods and shit, and I was like... Have you been watching Sabrina? Like, what, what the fuck? How do you know this shit? Who told you? I mean, you? I imagine in their, back in the colony, that's the way they would scare children. That I'm would sure make she, sense, I'm yeah. sure she didn't make that shit up. That's just what they, how they scare children into godliness, you know? That if they go out in the woods, this is what would happen to them. Because remember, like, the mother didn't even want the son to leave leave the yard, you know? Mm-hmm. She didn't like it that the father was taking him off into the, to have father-son time at the beginning there. Yeah, and like the forbidden forest. Yeah, and the forest is the world, and, that, and that's what they're trying to, these like religious fanatics want to shield their children from because they know the true path, and the true path is this like world that they've made. You know? There was a part of me that kind of wondered if the mother really understood how useless the father was, but she was just having to be that, like, submitting wife. Because they do mention Thomason, and when she's talking to Caleb at one point, she's, like, talking about, like, their old place back in England. Well, and she said to him, the wife said that she just wants to go home, and she meant England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was tired of this stupid experiment that he took them on, you know? He just decided, but... Yeah, but that in that society you couldn't you couldn't yeah, question you the husband. The man, yeah, yeah, it's a totally patriarchal. I feel like a lot of the times, like she took out her anger about like the things that her husband did on Thomason. Oh yeah, yeah. She like, was, I feel yeah. like she knew even at times. Thomason was definitely like the wit it. was the scapegoat, uh, yeah. whipping boy kind of. Th- yeah, 
It all, but all, it also had to do with you know. So Thomasin is this like beautiful young girl, and like the wife is like her youth is going away. She's withered, like from having all these fucking children and working day and night, and so she resents her. You know. I was gonna say compared to the husband, she looks like shit. <laughs> well, but it's it, it that that totally makes sense why she would. You know. Well, I guess I assumed that the husband would look worse because like you know like kind of toiling outside all the time and hunting and trying to farm or something like he'd have more of like yeah but see jesus likes out. jesus likes men better than women so oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously <laughs> at least at least that jesus does <laughs> but satan likes the pretty ones satan's all about the chicks you know mm-hmm. he's like you like mighty, mighty fine you could be a witch yeah yeah she's she's in the running she she has a good chance to to go far in the yeah. woods. In the... She could live deliciously, I think is what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Black Phillip, he laid out, it was a very tempting offer. I would say I, I'd take that deal. Well, yeah, com- compared to freezing and, like, starving in the fucking woods or, like, in, in the in the shitty hut that your dad built for you, uh... Because yeah. she would almost probably be almost be seen as witch-like still, even if she somehow found her way back into the colony. Oh, they would never take her back. Yeah, they'd be like, what because the fuck they, happened they, out there? Yeah, yeah. they just assu- assume she was corrupted because just because she was wandering on her own. That was enough, probably. Yeah, that and the combination of like, whoa, you're in like the wilderness, you'd be crazy looking, probably devastated and traumatized. Then they go out and be like, what the fuck happened to your old family out there? Let's yeah. burn the witch. Yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, they. not much is, you know, we're not shown much about the society and the plantation, but, you know, in that that meeting or trial thing at the very beginning, you could tell from the looks on the family's faces that they don't want to fucking go with him out into the wilderness, you mm-hmm. know, but they have to follow him because that's that's how that society works. So when Caleb dies, I don't know, the twins, they didn't die right there. They died, like, afterwards. No, they died after they were locked up in the the shed. But it almost looked like they were kind of, like, having, like, a seizure kind of thing. Right, yeah, because because they had this hysterical, like, they, they, they were possessed by the devil, you know, or they were struck down or whatever. Like when Caleb kind of, like, shot up a yeah. little bit. And uh, the mom decided that it was all Thomason's doing, that she was, like... I know, like, it's like, you're the one who looks fine. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, and convinces the hut base, the husband of it, too, you know? I'm still convinced that um, it was paranoia the entire time, that there was no true, which I know this is probably an unpopular opinion, but the reason why I say that is later after Caleb dies when the mother has that weird hallucination. About Oh, about seeing them? Uh, yeah, and the see, baby Seeing too. the dead children, yeah. Yeah, and like, Breastfeeding the baby and I yeah, the like sta- yeah she's stabbing her yeah herself in the tit yeah yeah like that just like was pure hallucination and that just made me think even more. I was like, uh, I really feel like it's just the paranoia that's getting to all of them. Yeah, there. I mean, she's a grief stricken woman because she's lost her baby. You know, 
So she's already in hysterics. Caleb is like a young ass kid who's just trying to do his best. Twins know nothing else other than yeah. probably the creepy stories that they were told as kids in the colonies. And who the fuck knows what happened to the baby? <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're never told what happens to the baby. You know, I mean, there's a scene with, like, you know, the the witch eating its blood, like some bloody thing, you know, but... But is that something that we're imagining? Is that, like, the subconscious yeah. of what they think might have happened, yeah. or...? But, yeah, and I think, yeah, what makes the whole movie so effective is just the way it looks, their costumes, uh, the, the, the language that they use... It all, uh, I mean, the guy did a lot of research. Oh, definitely. To make it feel like you're in the those lovely, you know, early America pilgrim times. Well, now I'm trying to figure out, like, what the difference between a pilgrim and a Puritan is. Or are they the same thing? Well, I mean, a, a pilgrim is somebody that's on like, a you know yeah, quest. Journey. Of, it yeah. can, a pilgrim doesn't have to be. I think pilgrim <laughs> is more generic. Yeah, I was a just Puri- talking Puritan like is, yeah, yeah, in like American folklore. Yeah, I, I think it's similar. Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, they, they each they of the colonies the had their own spin on it. You know, each one that developed had their own because they'd break away from one, and because the one wasn't pure enough or wasn't this or that. They'd start their own. See, uh, personally, I would like to go back to England. I would like to plead our case to the queen who probably is dying currently and be like, Oh, hey, to take to, to take America back yeah. as a colony? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? We changed our minds. Really? We're like the really angsty teenager. We tried it on our own out on the streets. Our bad. Please let us we fucked home. up. This is like a yeah. So this is like a you know a, a two hundred year long rumspringa that like America's been on, and now it's <laughs> it's you got to go back to the colony, go back to the olden ways. Interesting. Fuck yeah, I would do it. But yeah, that's also one of the lessons of this is like you know the harder the harder you hold to to these uh, rules, the harder you know the children will want to rebel and run run away from it. You know. I mean, they really, I really do believe that they made her into, if she is a witch, they made her into one, you know, that girl in that movie. I would say they, they mentally abused her so much and they used her for the scapegoat for everything, blamed her for everything. It was her wrong. only choice. That's her, her only out was to become a witch. The father sucked at farming and hunting and everything. And it's like, it's your fault. My silver cup is missing. Your fault. Kid went missing. Your fault. Caleb is fucked up. Your fault. Yeah. I'm not sure how they really were able to blame the twins on her, but. But yeah, they weren't. Yeah, they were not loving life or embracing life, so she needed a different path, and yeah. that—that's all that was available at the time. See, I want like a sequel. I want Thomason as like the evil witch, and now a new family. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if, yeah. Un- unfortunately, instead of making a sequel, he made a shit ass movie with Robert Pattinson and Will- Willem Dafoe <laughs> instead for a second movie. I was so disappointed with that. Oh, he's the one who Light- made Lighthouse. Yeah, he's the Lighthouse. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. had such high hopes for that film. Me too. I, that's why I was so disappointed because I loved The Witch, and then I went to see that. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I love Willem Dafoe, and I found that like Robert Pattinson 
is actually decent at acting yeah. on his own. No, I know. It should have been good, but it was so cheesy. Like, I just thought it was a silly... Again, it was another, like, he went for the paranoia and the isolation vibe again. But it's just, like, a two hours of, like, these guys, like, making faces at each other and stuff. You know, it was, like, it was just silly. I don't know. I know. <laughs> doesn't, like, Robert Pattinson keep, like, complaining about, like, how Willem, D- Willem Dafoe keeps farting and everything yeah. the whole time? And I'm just, like, that is the quote. That is the quote that sticks out of my brain. If that's the quote from your movie that I remember, you <laughs> fucked up your movie. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's very strange. Uh, but, it, 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 you know, it just points up how hard it is to make a good movie. Jesus Christ. It's a great... This guy's first movie is The Witch. And that's it's pretty tremendous for a first movie. I think he was a, I think he was a costume guy before or something. That's why he knows so much about costumes. Mm-hmm. I think he worked on... I think that may have been... I think I read that somewhere. I mean, someone in that line of work, like, they would really know how to keep things, like, period appropriate. Yeah. Especially, like, not just, like, costume. Like, they would know how to, like, match it with the lighting and everything, as you said. Which I I can't even imagine how hard it probably was to film. Oh, yeah, to film by a candlelight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was the rules of, like, they could only use uh, real daylight and and candlelight. Yeah. Because you've fucked with cameras before yeah yeah a little bit it is really difficult to like catch an image that is like with such low light yep so that was impressive i didn't know that aspect yeah no it's a i mean it's a really i think it's a really good movie on on most levels that yeah really enjoyed rewatching it i did too um i was able to get it on amazon prime here's the first world um complaint I have uh-huh. it was standard definition not high definition <laughs> well you know call up Jeff Bezos and complain that's that's the you know well you know it is one of those things when you have a 4k tv and then you see it on sd you're like the, it looks distorted uh-huh. a little bit oh yeah yeah but yeah that's yeah but you found it on canopy yeah, Canopy had it. I think there were some other choices, some other pay choices, you know? Yeah, I had it um, because I am under a trial still on, uh, what is it, uh, Showtime? And oh, really? they have, yeah, like with, you know, Show, Amazon. Wait, Show, Showtime is putting you on trial? <laughs> <laughs> For what? I feel like Kaf- it's so Kafka-esque, yeah. Yeah, I have right. no idea why... My life a, a, is trial, a trial that will never end, and there will not be a verdict. There yeah. will be missing chapters in my life entirely, and when I die, I'll just scream out like a dog. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I have heard rumors. I do like the fact that you just said he made The Lighthouse, because I didn't realize it. Yet again, playing on the whole like isolation, paranoia mm-hmm. vibe and everything. I was reading that he might be pursuing doing another horror movie. Oh, um, really? I didn't read up what he's working on next. A 21st century version of uh, Nosferatu. Oh, Nosferatu. Another Nosferatu. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Which is available on, I think, Netflix for anybody who wishes to watch that. That's a classic. I mean, the original. Anything about vampires? Yeah, the original. No, but the, yeah, there's a Werner Herzog uh, version, too, which is also very good. 
How does it hold up? Oh, it's really good. It's different. Uh, it includes uh, where he repainted like a thousand rats a different shade of gray because he needed it for a scene. That's a, one of the famous weird things he did. He like dyed all these rats coming out of the ship. Uh, and, and Klaus Kinski plays the vampire, which is always, always uh, a treat to watch Klaus Kinski do his thing. And Isabella Gianni is the, is the woman in that, who from Possession. It was shot like a year or two before Possession. Okay, yeah. then shout out, watch both of those. Totally worth it. Yeah, bo- both Nosferatu's. Speaking of which, yeah, I guess we got to pick a, a next movie, huh? Well, I picked The Witch, yeah, so you, p- you next, sir. Oh, yeah. So, are we, what's, uh, yeah, if we're in, are we, are we going to take an extra week because of holidays or something? Or Yeah, let's take another week because of holidays because. Damn, I have a lot to do. Tomorrow we're doing Chris Kindle Market. Then we're doing Science and Industry Museum. Oh, wow. Why, how come? Just be, just. My nieces. Oh, really all, go. holiday shit. Yeah. Yeah. All that. And this is like the most like white bitch thing I can say. <laughs> I like the, the mugs you get <laughs> from Wait. the Chris Kindle Market. <laughs> oh, you know, I've never been to that thing. Really? Yeah, I don't. Like, and anything that's, well, I don't like holidays and anything, yeah, that I don't, not into crowds. For whatever reason, I've just never been to that. It's not, not, not been anything that seemed like, well, what the fuck do you do there? You try the cool food and you get tipsy off of the mold What's wine. the cool, is, is it like German food or? Yeah, it's like got a huge Bavarian uh, right. vibe. Right, okay. You're not the first person I've spoken to this week who hasn't gone. My therapist right. hasn't gone before either. So I'm, I'm cool with not eating the Nazi food. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the Bavarians were no. supposedly the most classy of the Nazis. <laughs> They're the, they were the cool Nazis, huh? <laughs> They're like the hipster Nazis. They had style. The chill, chill Nazi, yeah. So then you, you go to the Museum of Science and Industry with your nieces? Mm-hmm. How um, younger nieces or like? Oh, my one niece is 21, but she turns oh. 22 in February. Yeah, February. The one that goes to DePaul or? Yeah, which I yeah. hear is actually um, temporarily going to close down for a couple of weeks until this Omicron. Oh, yeah. Variant chills out. Um, although oh, they're going to go on to back on to Zoom. Yeah, they're going to do that briefly. They keep saying temporarily they want to get the students back in, but yeah. my niece doesn't seem to be in any hurry to go back because yeah. she doesn't like her roommates. And this is how you know how out of touch I am. She keeps saying that her roommate is cottage core. What the fuck is that? I'm not sure. And now I'm just realizing that like the generation below us have their entirely different variants of... like hipster or whatever the fuck or normie or yuppie or whatever like they have their own words wait I, I gotta look this up this is a new cottage core fashion aesthetic popularized by teenagers and young adults celebrating an idealized rural life developed throughout the 2010s what see I've never encountered anybody was first named cottage core on tumblr in 2018 
This is what Wikipedia says. I didn't know people were still on Tumblr in 2018. I know, no shit. Yeah, because it, yeah, it had already gotten bought by Yahoo by then. I didn't think anyone used Yahoo anymore. <laughs> I, nobody does. No, but the, the, related to this are Grandma Core, Farm Core, Goblin Core, and Fairy Core. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I have to know what the hell is the difference between Cottage Core and Farm Core? Because they a, feel like it's the same vibe. Similar aesthetic movements. This is, I, I mean, I'm just quoting Wikipedia, so obviously, you know, somebody just wrote this, but yeah. Subculture well, of Millennials and Generation Z. I'm going to say that's mainly Oh, the, the Cottagecore community is highly diverse. That's the, that's the next sentence. Hmm. Okay. Okay, so they like to bake bread and, and do, like, whatever, embroidery and shit. All right. I would totally be fine with that. So what's roommate. your niece is accusing uh, her uh, roommates of being, being of doing core. this, and this is a bad thing to her? Yeah, apparently. I, I don't know why, but <laughs> obviously she doesn't fit under that stereotype, so maybe they just don't. This is awesome. Similar. So, you know, like at, at, the, at the bottom of a wiki article, there's see also section. Dark academia, ecofascism, ecofeminism, eternal return, hauntology, hippie, neo-Victorian, primitive decorating, queer anti-urbanism, shabby chic, <laughs> vintage design. I feel bar- like shabby chic would be like what hipsters were in like 2012. <laughs> I guess. Bardcore. Is bardcore like you're really into Shakespeare? I would say there. Are, <laughs> I do know a lot of people who are like creepily into Shakespeare. Like like Shakespeare's hot or something. Like he's yeah. He's like like Shakespeare is a boy band. He's like K-pop or something. <laughs> well, that is actually the issue. I would say that's probably a big dividing point. Is my niece is like. I don't think there's a thing, but K-pop core. Let's just add core to oh, that. Oh, the people that are obsessed with all the K-pop stuff. And actually, I didn't know she was as obsessed until I actually went into her bedroom the other day. And yeah. I looked. There is no wall. Just, yeah. just Korean boys all over. The Korean boys that look like girls or like some kind of non-sex. Like, yeah. You can't determine what sex they are. It's yeah. not even just that. It's one of those like... This is how out of touch I am. I was like, oh, BTS? You're not out of touch. You're not a 21-year-old. Yeah. Like, I hate to tell you, Mallory, but you're not 21 anymore. <laughs> like, I try to keep up, but I was like, I think this no, but is do you, a big one. Like, up to a point, but do you want to be a 21-year-old now? Like, no, why? I just kind of want to know what's going on with them. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you know what's super cottagecore, and I don't know if these Gen Zers have seen The Witch... The, wit- the movie The Witch is totally cottagecore, I would guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every, like the aesthetic? Like they could totally copy all that shit in this movie to look that way and make their own clothes and stuff out, out of felt. <laughs> and, you know, and We should like market this show now to cottagecore people. Yeah. Which, the Witch, the reality show, like when a bunch of uh, Gen Zers go into a rent a cottage and attempt to live like in uh, pilgrim days. Okay, I have to say that's a frustrating thing. I recently watched Halloween Resurrection. I did not know that there was a film like that. That like, seriously, a bunch of people go into Michael Myers' house 
for a reality TV series. Oh, is that what happens in that yeah, one? That is oh. the entire premise. And I was like, what uh, the fuck? Sure. It's it's totally, it's all just eating itself. like. This. But yeah, if you tell a bunch of Gen Z kids to do cottagecore shit like the witch, they would love it. And they all secretly hope they are witches. They're really into that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh the cottagecore people do? I want to say almost every Gen Z person I've met is really or, into astrology and crystals, and they say, oh, we're a coven and oh. shit. A coven is just a, a bunch of girlfriends, right? Basically. <laughs> but, like, they love witchy vibes. I mean, you know that, like, Taylor Swift is, like, marketing down to, like, their group because she just released a lot of versions of her songs uh, for Willow, and this is the shit that like blows my mind. She has what's, what's Willow? It's like one of the songs I think off of. It's either either Evermore or Folklore. I'm not a big Taylor Swift fan, but she has Willow, Moonlit Witch version, Willow the Witch Collection, Willow Lonely Witch version, Willow Dancing Witch version. Oh Jesus! Cardigan. Cabin and Candlelight version. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, right? These are all like, they're like Instagram filters or something. Or like, you know, of the same thing. The only <laughs> one I'm curious about is uh, Will- Willow 90s Trend Remix. That's like, the one you want? That, that's for you? I just want to know what it sounds like. So I'll listen to this at the end of it. Well, so yeah, before we, we put this... This puppy to bed, I, I guess. Uh, do you think you'd have time to watch the Invasion of the Body Snatchers movies? Um, or is it too soon? I mean, since probably, we're having an extra week or something. I'd have to see, like, where I could find them, and then I could tell you. Well, yeah, well, yeah let's, let's research, see if they're easily findable. But, like, I, yeah, I've sort of been itching to do that one. I've been wanting to do it, too. So, so yeah. Let's get back on our research. See Provisionally, like, so, like, the millions of listeners will have to not hold us to it. We're going to try to do the Invasion of the Body Snatchers mega episode next, but who knows? Hell yeah. It's a classic, so, yeah.